with my friends. Today is known as Gaudete Sunday from the uh, entrance antiphon uh, for the Mass, which uh, is from one of the, the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. Gaudete in Domino Semper, right? Eterum dico Gaudete. I'll say it again. Rejoice, Paul says, right? Rejoice in the Lord. And that this is a, a command. St. Paul is commanding us to rejoice, to be joyful. And joy is a necessity for the Christian life. We have to rejoice. We have to be joyful. Archbishop Coyne said in the homily that he gave when he visited our parish of St. Jerome uh, that he overheard a conversation when he was at a restaurant in Indianapolis uh, about uh, these two uh, young adult women who had visited uh, one of the local Catholic churches. And it's like, well, did you, did you enjoy it? Right? One was talking, did you enjoy it? And she said, not really. Uh, they act like they're at their own funeral. Uh, and there's a reality to, to this. It may be the tone. This may be the spirit sometimes in some Catholic churches. And that is not what we're called to do in the gospel. We're called to be joyful, to rejoice, specifically in a theological way, where do we rejoice? As Christians, we don't find our joy because things are going so well, because my life is great, because I have a, you know, a full bank account and a full gas tank and a full fridge and all those types of things. Uh, we find our joy, St. Paul says, Gaudete in Domino, in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. That we as Christians are meant to find our joy in the Lord, in our relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. And that's what's able to give a deep and abiding joy to our life. That we know that we are loved by God. God loves me. Right? God loves me. I'm loved by God. God is attentive to me. He's paying attention to me. He loves me. He knows what's going on in my life. He's upholding me by his grace. He was born so that I wouldn't be afraid to love him. This is going to be probably preview for my Christmas homily, right? Who knows that God is, becomes little for us, becomes a little baby so that we're not afraid to approach him because he wants us to love him. He's like, God is trying to get us to love him. He loves us, right? And he's trying to get us to return that love, to not be afraid of him. And we're like, no, well, God's so far away and God's so gigantic and enormous and I'm so terrible. And God's like, look, no, I love you. And I want you to love me and to not be afraid of me. So much so that he becomes a little baby so that we won't be afraid of him. Right? Who's afraid of a little baby? I'm afraid of dropping a little baby, right? I don't hold babies because uh, I'm clumsy. And so like, I'm afraid uh, uh, in that way, but like, I'm not afraid of the baby itself, right? And we shouldn't be afraid of God in that way. God, God loves us. He becomes one of us. And this is a cause for our joy. God loves me. And so how can I not be joyful? How can I not rejoice? We rejoice in the Lord. As we are given over to God, as we know ourselves, 
to be loved by our Heavenly Father, as we know ourselves to be brothers and sisters of Christ and filled with the Holy Spirit, we rejoice in the Lord. And that this joy brings with it peace. It brings peace. Gaudium cum pace. Joy with peace. St. Paul says in that letter we read today from the, to the Thessalonians, right? He tells us to rejoice always, first of all. Not just on good days, right? Not just when things are going on. Rejoice always in the Lord. May the God of peace make you perfectly holy. The God of peace. Then the peace of God abides in our souls. We get that as well from that same place where we have the other Gaudete reading. Um, that we rejoice in the Lord so the peace of Christ may rest in our souls. Uh, and so we have that peace. Peace is defined as the tranquility of order. Right When we have order we can have peace. And when things aren't in order, when they're not in the right spot, like we don't, now that may just be in a physical sense, um, right? If, if things are, are really messy, uh, then you know, it's, it's not peaceful, right? It's, it's chaotic. Chaos is a mess. Um, peace is order. That doesn't mean that we all just have to have like super clean rooms and houses. But what it means is that ultimately we have the order and the structure in creation. We have an ordered self. That I'm rooted in my love of God. There's order in my life. Because I realize uh, it's in, this is Gaudete Sunday for rejoicing, right? Joy. And what is the structure? What's the order that brings joy? I'm sure you've heard this before, right? Jesus first, others second, yourself third. Right? That's the order, the structure, joy. Jesus, others, you. Uh, and so, as we um, try to live the order of joy, we want that structure. And when it's out of line, right? No, I'm first. Me first. I'm looking out for myself. Well, then we, we actually, we don't have peace. How, how not peaceful is it when I just have to look out for me and everyone else becomes a threat to my happiness. How, what a lack of peace there is in that. But the joy that comes from true peace is where we love God first, right? In the person of Jesus Christ. And then we're able to love others as ourselves. And so we have that joy, that peace, gaudium cum pace. And then ultimately, this joy, this joy that should mark our community. We are an ordered community. Because we know, like on a Sunday morning, we get up and we worship God. God comes first. If this is the first day of the week, the first thing, I don't know, maybe you got up at four o'clock and you already ran a marathon and had a gigantic breakfast and answered work emails and did all that. But I'm sure for most of us, like this is the first major thing we're doing in the week. God comes first. That we're giving God this first fruits of the week. God comes first. And so we have, we're an ordered community and therefore we should be a community that's marked by joy. That our community should be marked by real joy. And that's something that we can always keep working on more and more. To be a real joyful community. And that joy is contagious. So that whenever anyone comes into our church, they should feel 
the joy of our community. That joy should be palpable. That the joy that we have in Almighty God, it should mark our, our community. It should mark who we are. That, that would be a great adjective for someone to use. Hey, I went to St. Francis Church at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Oh, what was it like? Joyful. What were the people like there? Joyful, right? That's what we want. That one or holy. I'll take either one. Um, but they're, the same, they're really the same, right? People that are holy are joyful. Some, most of our saints don't really, I mean, they're not smiling a super lot. When we had this painting, which just went in, remember, last year, all the pictures of Blessed Michael McGivney have him with a real grumpy face. Um, mainly because when you would take pictures, you had to sit for a long time. And, like, they had real photographs, but you had to sit. And holding, without moving, a smile for, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, that could be a lot. So usually you just have your resting face, which for him was a bit of a frown. So I said to the artist, I said, can you make him smile? Like, can we get him to smile? Because the saints are happy, right? Saints are happy people. He did his, he's got a little, he's got a little smirk, right? He's not quite a smile, but if you get up really close, you look at it, he's got a bit of a smirk there, uh, which is good. It's better than a frown. We should be smiling. We're a smiling community, right? Because we're filled with the joy of the Lord. And so that's what we want. Those are, that's the adjective. It's a good goal. Whenever, when someone comes next week for Christmas, maybe a friend or a family member visiting our community, that would be the best adjective for them to describe their time visiting us. Joy. That there was a real joy at Mass, at these churches. That we rejoice. That that's what we want. Not that Christmas is just like a funeral. No. Rather, there's joy in the Lord when we go to church. We feel love. That joy is contagious. People want it. They want to share in joy. When they experience joy, they want to share that joy. And so we want to rejoice. It's the best thing we can do for evangelization, right? Before even preaching the gospel to someone, what's the best thing we could do? Smile. It's the best thing. Smile. Share that joy. Live that order. Gaudium cum pace. When we smile, we share that joy. Then, well, what's the, someone asks us. Rather than us having to go to people and say, like, have you heard about Jesus Christ? Rather, someone could come to us and say, why are you so happy? Why, why, why do you have joy? Where do you get that? And then I could say, it's my relationship to, with Jesus. I know that I'm loved. I've met someone who loves me and whom I love, the Lord Jesus Christ. Let them ask us the reason for our joy. That's the best evangelization strategy we have, to live this radical joy in the Lord, and then uh, it'll be contagious. So let's add, this is the command of the church this third Sunday of Advent, to rejoice. And if we've gotten a little too grumpy, if we've thought that maybe to be holy it means we've got to be frowning and seeming super serious, then smile today. Let's smile. And rejoice in the Lord always, because God comes to meet us, the God who loves us in Jesus Christ.